Welcome to Western New York Catholic Weekly, a production of the Office of Communications for the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo. Stay tuned as Greg Prince brings the Catholic newsmakers to you. Wherever it's happening in the diocese, you'll hear about it on Western New York Catholic Weekly. You know, whenever we discuss the Catholic Charities Appeal here on the program, I probably always say something like, it's crunch time for the Catholic Charities Appeal. (laughs) Well, this year it's crunch time for the Catholic Charities Appeal. Um, And there are a number of factors behind that. And uh, joining us once again in the studio the, is the Diocesan Director of Catholic Charity, Sister Mary McCarrick. Sister, welcome back to the program. Thank you, Greg. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, I'm sure people have, have read the news. They've seen the, you know, they've seen stories on TV and uh, whatnot. Um, you we're a little behind this year on the Catholic Charities Appeal. And I mentioned there's a number of factors for that. Obviously, we have the large Upon This Rock campaign going mm-hmm. on here in the diocese. But... Um, there are there are just a lot of uh, uh, charities and whatnot facing a similar situation this year in terms of donations or whatnot. So give us an update. Where are we at? What are we trying to do? Here? Well, we're trying to raise $11 million, Greg, and that has allowed us to serve last year 152,000 people. That's so kind of an amazing spread throughout the eight counties of western New York. We serve everybody, Catholics, non-Catholics, whoever comes with a legitimate need, we do our utmost to serve. We have offices in all eight counties, and we want to we want to reach out and we want to be there to help people directly or by helping them find the services for which they're eligible elsewhere. So we have very knowledgeable staff as well as, we hope, very compassionate staff. Catholic Charities is... Um, Trying to, to raise eleven million, we're just about a ha- uh, half a million shy. Okay, so that's that's not a good uh, position at this point in the appeal. We're usually about a hundred thousand shy, so we are we are quite a bit behind. We have been behind since the first mailing went out to to our best donors in January, and many people are writing back, sister, no problem. We love Catholic charities, but I have to pay my upon the rock pledge. We're hearing that. I mean, that's yeah. just a reality this time around. It's, and it's so understandable. We ask the same good people to continue to make sacrifices. Uh, there's some interesting um, – the other news story people have probably seen. So, so you're facing some other interesting challenges as as well. And uh, Paul Pasternak is going to join us in a little bit yes. from Monsignor Carr Clinic. And we've talked about that before. Um, this opioid crisis that we're having here in Western yes. New York has created some unintended consequences for agencies in terms of trying to serve the people that mm-hmm. need help. So um, you're kind of getting hit on all yes, yes, presently this year. Yes, and certainly we want to serve people who themselves are suffering with chemical dependency, but so often we see family members of those who um, who are suffering or family members, sadly, of those who have died through these issues, you know, survivors that need financial assistance. It hits us at, at uh, multiple multiple levels, and uh, and that that is a very difficult situation for the community at large, and we, we, we are part of that response. One of the, one of the trickle-downs of that appears to be, and, and I'm not sure what Catholic Charities is on it, but when you're having difficulty finding staff to serve and then you're in a position where you're not meeting your appeal goal, I would imagine that's, that's going to 
create some tough decisions for Catholic yes. Charities. If Catholic right. Charities doesn't reach the goal, it, that that means diminished services. So, for example, um, each of our seven pantries costs us around fifty fifty five thousand dollars a year to run. Each new staff member, um, clinical person, someone with a, a master's degree, costs us around fifty five. Thousand, sixty thousand, depending on their benefits and their experience. So <clears throat> that means positions would have to be cut, or services would have, and or services would have to be cut. And over the past, and we've talked about this um, every appeal year, we have you in. We like to find out what's new and and uh, what's going on with Catholic charities. Over the past couple of years, in particular, I mean, you've started some great new programs, and you've opened some new places where you're providing mm-hmm. service. So, um, you know, that's all on the on the uh, uh, good side, of course. And um, those, of course, are things that, you know, we want to continue. And I know one of the things about Catholic Charities is that you don't start a new, you really do your homework before. Yes. Right? Oh, yes. Like what, if yeah. you start to provide a service, mm-hmm. you're already well aware there's a need and you have kind of put the pieces in place to make sure you can meet the need, right? Yes. It's not difficult anymore. You can get all kinds of demographic data right off the internet, yeah. you know, <clears throat> and you can do it in a very short period of time. So we find out. So we get, in, uh, for example, we got a request for a food pantry down in Franklinville. So you you get on the internet, you find out the incidence of poverty, find out the numbers of people who would be eligible to use it. You talk to the food bank. Um, what other services are available? Where are they in the community? You talk to the not only the Catholic pastor, who's usually the one that has requested the service, but the other <clears throat> pastors in the community. Are you going to be able to give us a little assistance, whatever? And then you, you come together with a plan. And it's not – we never want to have a one-year plan. We want to know when we're here, we're here to stay. Yeah, exactly. And, again, I always try to bring this up too, but it's good to remind people you are – extremely efficient with your dollar at Catholic yes. Charities and extremely highly rated. Yes. The uh, Charity Navigator, which rates not-for-profits, uh, gives us the four stars, which is the highest, and we are one of only 7% of those four-star organizations that have been four-star all the years. Okay. So that is a, a very high rating, and they're rating us um, especially on our transparency and our board involvement, they're also rating us very carefully on how, how we're spending the money, that we're not spending too much on administration, that we're not spending much money on raising money. They're very concerned about that. And we're able to, to raise the money so inexpensively because we have so many volunteers. Every parish has a volunteer individual or a team, if it's a larger parish, that helps us to raise the money. So that, that gives us a great opportunities. Okay. To move ahead. Um, uh, you know, normally, uh, um, you know, I'm the kind of guy that tries to be subtle with the pitch. We're really kind of beyond the subtle yeah, with the yeah. pitch. Subtle time, is okay? over, yeah. So um, just let people know, uh, you know, if they are motivated to give here in the final days of the Catholic Charities Appeal, just let them know how their money's going to be used. Okay. Abs- absolutely. Uh, Catholic Charities is. Um, a direct service provider. So if people in financial need come to us and we try to help them with uh, housing, with food, with um, uh, clothing, with medicine, some financial assistances that we can that we can offer. Catholic Charities, the largest part of our work is counseling. So we do counseling um, in schools. We do counseling um, in the community. 
we we have some programs where we'll go right into the home, start as often as three times a week till till uh, the family is is feeling back in order and able to move ahead. And, and one of those service areas where a lot of times people have trouble in terms of their insurance and whatnot, finding counseling and yes. the help they need. Yes, that's that's very difficult. So if if you have insurance, if a family has insurance, we try to use that, yeah, sure, and exactly. we're a, we're accredited to take different forms of insurance. But if people don't, we have a sliding scale. It does go down to nothing, but in most cases, we want people to to do something so that to indicate their own commitment to what they're uh, to what they're getting. So that's um, that's pretty much how we work as an organization. Uh, Catholic Charities also has educational programs. In Erie and Niagara County, we have workforce development programs. So we help people to uh, get jobs. Uh, We especially help younger people to get that high school equivalency, which is certainly the first gate to go through. But many times uh, we'll take them one-on-one to begin with, test, see where they're at, and then bring them together in smaller groups so that they get the tutoring that they need to uh, to be successful and to move on then to employment or, or we'll help them get into one of the colleges in the area. Um, CCWNY is the website that you can go to. Uh, you can also call them here in the 716 area code at 218-1400. Sister Mary McCarrick is the diocesan director of Catholic Charities. Tell you what, I'm going to let you get out of here, and we're going to bring Paul and then uh, Dan eventually in. Okay, but let's just remember. Talk if about you, some of those great services. If you want to make a, a donation, you can do it on the web, right. ccwny.org. You can put a check in the mail, yep. Catholic Charities. 741 Delaware Avenue, 14209, or you could go to any Catholic Charities office and and leave a gift. We would be so very grateful for anything that you can do. And at this last moment, we have a donor who is going to give us $25,000 if we can match it with new money, people who have not contributed before, people who have not uh, given before. And that is exactly how Catholic Charities makes your dollar <laughs> go farther. Sister, we're all praying for you. Oh, thank Thanks you, for Greg. coming in and sharing okay. with us. God bless. Today. Thank you all. The Western New York Catholic is now available in Tops Markets. The official Catholic newspaper of the Diocese of Buffalo is reaching more people than ever. Now, on the first weekend of every month, you can find the latest issue of the Western New York Catholic in your local parish or in your local Tops Friendly Market. You'll also find the Western New York Catholic on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and at WNYCatholic.org. And next time you're in Tops, make sure you pick up the Western New York Catholic. So our next topic uh, isn't going to be uh, new to anybody who listens to this uh, program or the podcast uh, regularly. We're going to be talking about the Catholic Charities Monsignor Carr Clinics. Our guest is new, though. Paul Pasternak joins us, who is the uh, clinical supervisor over there at uh, Monsignor Carr uh, for the mental health services. Correct? correct. Yes, correct. Thank you. Okay. Uh, uh, so, Paul, we did kind of kind of met we earlier on the program a, a month or so back, um, probably a couple months. Now, um, you know, Monsignor Carr is especially coming up now on the other side of the fence, I guess, the other side of your office in yes. the chemical dependency yes. section. Um, and and I, I bring that up even though you're on the other end just to, just to kind of remind uh, uh, folks listening to us today that, uh, you know, everybody probably saw that story in the news 
this week about how now the insurance companies are trying to find um, counselors yes. to work on their end, which makes your work even harder, which is really why we're trying to, you know, ex- extend the dollar here and yes. really reach that goal yes. this year. Yes. So, um, and, and the other side of that is when we talk about chemical dependency or mental health, there's still a stigma about all of that, right? People don't like to talk about it in the first place. Yes. Um, uh, people sometimes feel that uh, – well, society in, sometimes thinks that if you're suffering from chemical dependency, you're somehow weak yeah. or you don't have uh, – you, you don't have any uh, backbone, that, that you're just kind of soft. But as, as we know in the field and as a lot of people understand, it's, it is a disease and it is something that can be treated and it does not – necessarily mean someone is weak-minded. It's just it is it is a, a, a disease that needs to be treated. Yeah, absolutely. Well, tell us about uh, the services that um, you provide. And again, we're talking about um, – we call it Catholic Charities. It's not just Catholic. It's anybody in uh, uh, right. Western New York, okay? Yeah, any so. religion, faith, uh, sexual orientation, it doesn't matter. Our doors are open to everyone. Um, I, I, what age do you start working with well, people in your – Department. Monsignor Carr has uh, clinics in Niagara County that serve just kids. Okay. So that could be anywhere from the age of, geez, I think they go down to four years old all the way up to 22. Um, in our Erie County locations at uh, Ridge Street and Humboldt, we also serve kids from the ages of five to um, 22, but we serve adults as well. So it's for our, our Erie County locations, five to 95. Whoever, okay. whoever comes in, we serve. Uh, Terrific. Again, you can find out all the information about this and uh, particularly if you or maybe even a family member um, could really use the services we're talking about, please visit the website at ccwny.org. I know we're uh, pushing the Donate Now button today, but we really want you, if you need um, services, to to get in touch with with Catholic Charities. They can call you as well. Yes, yes. And and something to to remember is that our our donations go not just towards – Monsignor Carr, but they go towards the entire organization as a whole. So yeah. they benefit Monsignor Carr. They benefit our folks in Project Hope, which are older older adults. Well, that's a great project. Yes. I mean, that's a great that's a great effort. Yes. And we're going to see more, I think, in the future services geared towards the older population just because uh, our pe- population is growing older. We have those baby boomers, you know. Welcome who are, to Western New York. Yeah. I mean, it, <laughs> they're, yeah. they're moving up in age, so that's going to be – I think a, a big need in the future, and again, Catholic Charities has taken the lead in uh, serving that population. So. Uh, uh, tell me about some of the other mental health services that you provide. I want to talk more about Project Hope, though. But mm-hmm. tell me about some of the other things too. The um, well, the clinic-based services we we provide uh, individual therapy and medication management to individuals who suffer from anywhere uh, from adjustment disorder to full-blown schizophrenia. So um, we use various. Uh, uh, modalities like CBT, DBT, and we coordinate that with our providers and our psychiatrists to give a, a, a holistic approach to the service, not just medication uh, and not just therapy. Our uh, medical director, Dr. Panahan, likes to say it's it's uh, medication for the brain and therapy for the mind. Yeah. So we try to take a holistic view of, of the uh, of the client. And, and one of the things that um, – uh, Sister mentioned, and I know we're going to talk about with uh, Dan in the next segment because of the nature of their work in the Tri County area. If you don't have the exact 
either folks on staff or maybe the right program for somebody. Mm-hmm. People should probably call Catholic Charities first anyway because you can sure. still get the job done for them, right? Correct. And and by some strange chance that we don't have a service to, to help right. that individual, we're more than happy to reach out to other community providers to to get that need met for that person, whether it's with us or with someone else. As long as that individual is getting their needs met, we're happy. Terrific. Uh, the intake phone number for, for your area? Uh, intake phone number is 895-1033. Okay. And that is staffed with trained professionals who, who can assess assess that person on the phone to figure out, okay, this is a, a high-risk case that we need to get in ASAP. Okay. So they do a great job at intake. Great. Okay. Yeah, uh, so let's talk a little bit more about um, Project Hope because that is – um, you mentioned, right, the baby mm-hmm. boomers, but it hits Western New York especially oh, yeah. hard because we have an aging population. Yes, yes. Well, it, um, well Project Hope, Hope stands for Helping Older People Excel. And uh, right now, I think there's approximately about 131 clients enrolled in the program. And over the years, I think it's been, they served 387 folks. Wow. So that's a, that's a lot of individuals. Uh, Bruce Fulcher is the uh, the. Uh, supervisor of the program. He's a great guy. He's been with Catholic Charities for a while. But what we found and what studies tend to show is people do well in the community. That's not to say that there's no need or purpose for nursing homes or assisted care facilities, right. sure, that kind of thing. Need that. Right. Sure, you need that because some folks unfortunately do get to a point where they can't maintain themselves in the community. What we do at Project Hope is try to support those individuals as long as possible in the community to maintain independence, to maintain a sense of of independence. You know, these are these are older adults who live their whole life doing what they do. And to see some of that, that power and independence drain away as they age is very difficult for some folks to deal with. So we try to maintain them where they are as long as possible. I imagine that involves a lot of work with family members as well. Yes, right? yes. Unfortunately, though, we see that some folks don't have family. That's the problem, family, right. You know, and, right. you know, the days, you know, of the uh, the room in the back of the house where sure. yeah, <laughs> mom exactly. and dad used to live. Right. A lot of kids in this area, they leave the area and they're somewhere else. So some of our folks don't have family in the area. That's why something like Project Hope is so important. But if they do have family, we always work with the family. Again, we try to work with the whole person, and that includes their family and resources in the community. Whatever the, the individual needs, they try to provide the service to uh, meet that need. It's one of the great things about the Monsignor Car Clinic. Once again, Paul, if uh, somebody's listening today and they think they, a family member, close friend, whatever it might be, could benefit from your services mm-hmm. and maybe really need some help, mm-hmm. um, uh, what should they do? Well, they could start out by calling our intake number at uh, 716-895-1033. Uh, you'd speak to, like I said, a trained uh, intake person who will uh, give you a quick assessment to see exactly what's what, and then the uh, person is uh, sent to one of the locations for an intake. You can also uh, use that number to reach the Project Hope. So if you have an older adult in your family that might need some help, you can use that number as well. So, all that is at ccwny.org. Sister would uh, not be happy with me if I didn't mention. There's also a donate <laughs> now button there as yes, well. Yes, yes. Um, we there is a great need right now, and it's because of um, the services that uh, folks like Paul Pasternak provide at Catholic Charities. Paul, thanks for coming in. Hey, today. thanks for having me, Greg. I appreciate it. Uh, we're going to talk. Uh, we're actually going to go to my neck of the woods, uh, where I grew up, out in Wyoming County, on the next segment and talk about the new Tri County Office. 
with uh, Dan Green. We'll be right back. Make your voice heard. Join the Catholic Action Network and speak out in support of the poor and vulnerable, the sick and elderly, the unborn, families and children. Sign up online at nyscatholic.org and click on Join the Network. That's nyscatholic.org. And visit the New York State Catholic Conference's Legislative Action Center. Read alerts on important legislative issues and email your state representative. Stay informed and strengthen the Catholic voice in New York. You'll find it all at nyscatholic.org. That's nyscatholic.org. Well, it certainly is always nice when I get to take a virtual trip to the hometown, almost the hometown, in this case, at least the home county, Wyoming County, and uh, Dan Green is here, who is the District Director for Catholic Charity Services in Genesee, Wyoming, and Orleans, so a new tri-county office there. We're going to talk about what all of that means. They recently moved from Warsaw to Perry. It's a great facility that Dan's going to tell us about. Dan, welcome to the program. Oh, thank you very much, Craig. Uh, so so this is a great thing. We talked with Sister, you know, about, in fact, uh, uh, she comes on every year. We talk about one of the, you know, the new things that are going on. And this was one of the ones she mentioned in our earlier show back in uh, April. So tell us about the new uh, uh, Tri-County office. Yeah, well, this is really a realization of something we've wanted for a few years. Um, we've joined a campus with uh, a community action organization and independent living um, at the building that's uh, on Route 20A uh, between Warsaw and Perry. Um, the thing that's really nice about this building is it's completely handicapped accessible. It's a nice modern building. And uh, we have wanted more space to be able to do classes and seminars and just more community events and uh, also be a little more connected to our sister agencies in the county and be more accessible between the two large population centers, which are Warsaw and Perry. So we uh, are thrilled to be there. And uh, we are open for business. Well, our, our listeners out in that area, I'm sure, have heard on the news out that way. I mean, you had your big grand opening this week, right? Yes, yes. It was really nice. Uh, we opened it up to all the area folks, uh, people that would refer to us in the community. And we just want to get the word out uh, that we're uh, sort of new and improved and more accessible. Um, we actually uh, have dedicated more staffing out to the Wyoming County area and can do more programming. And we're really excited about that. So uh, when you think of Catholic Charities, if uh, you know, you're looking for something, give us a buzz. We are there for you. Uh, okay, so um, let me uh, mention again that people can find out all about this office just like all of the services at Catholic Charities. And also there's a little donation button there too if you if you want to click that. Uh, ccwny.org. But uh, people can find the information about you. If they wanted to call you now, see, I'm always giving the 716 area code. doesn't apply to you if they need to call your office. That's right. We are at 585-343-0614. And I love to get calls. Um, I think it's important to not only connect with the community for serving them, but also for getting ideas. So, uh, you know, we're a flexible organization, and if you're a community member, you're important to us, and by all means, give me a call. 
So one of the things you've been able to do is kind of expand your services at the new location. So let's talk about some of those services that you're able to provide there. And, uh, you know, I know you kind of um, – sometimes it's not there. Sometimes you, you kind of go out to people too, which is great. That's a great thing about Catholic Charities. But also uh, the time you're able to devote to this, you're able to expand that as well. Sure, yeah. So in addition to time, uh, the other thing that we are uh, really uh, bringing about out there – is the creation of a trauma care unit. And so we have um, clinical social workers, master levels folks that have been trained in various modalities in handling people's traumas. And by traumas, I don't necessarily mean um, a car accident or something, you know, that you might think of when you hear the word trauma. Sometimes people are working out stuff that uh, resulted from family crises years ago. Um, it could be something related to an unemployment or grief or loss um, or a situation that they're dealing with with their family. Um, we are really here and wanting to be helpful in that ways. And then we can really kind of tailor our services to what a family or individual needs. Uh, you know, um, one of the things that, that we obviously talked about with uh, Paul in the last segment, and we've been talking about it on the program, is kind of the whole chemical dependency thing, the issues that we're facing. I know that. So when you mentioned trauma, that's another thing because uh, even if, God forbid, there's, there's a death involved, an overdose or something like that, which we're seeing tons of, obviously, um, this all affects the family, and that's a you know that's a trauma of itself. And I know it's a huge problem out there. I have a brother uh, brother in law who's a police officer in Arcade, and uh, you know some of the stories are harrowing. Yeah, and and I think what happens is is you know we try to work with all those ripples that kind of go out after an event. Um, it you know it could be something tragic. It could be just something that a family's dealing with that's very different for them. And so these ripples go out and what we can do is try to work with the family on who needs what and kind of get that sorted out. So if someone might need uh, some, you know, significant treatment for a physical problem, cancer, uh, it could be something uh, that's uh, mental health related, we can also deal with the rest of the family and try to keep everybody as healthy as possible and going on with their day-to-day -day life. And that's how we like to think of ourselves is not a separate place that the community goes to, but a part of the community um, that we can help support. Well, and that's an excellent uh, point because um, it's one of the things that Catholic Charities is very good at that I always try to um, highlight, and you guys are a perfect example of that. So when people come to you, you can do a full assessment. And even if you are not able to provide through Catholic Charities – the actual service they need, um, you're still able to get the job done, right? Absolutely. And the other thing is, is even if someone needs some very specific treatment that we may not do, it's nice to have someone help you navigate to that system exactly. and also stay with you. And that's the part that we're really proud of, is it's not handing someone a phone number and saying, go there, you know, good luck. It's more about, you know, hey, we want to know how you made out. And if you had a bump or uh, a seam that you hit, we're still going to be involved with you. And we have the time to do that. 
I think, Greg, one of the things that often people notice when they go for help is that they kind of feel rushed. If you go see your doctor, you know, I know I'm like, boy, I want to cover this, this, and this and make sure this happens and I've got three minutes, you know, of attention. With us, we have the time. You'll have the attention. You'll feel like someone that's uh, been heard. And we always ask a person, are we in the ballpark understanding your situation? And so you you don't have to have that urgency. That's terrific. And, uh, you know, we're running low on time and, uh, you know, we'd love to have you back sometime and we can talk more about the services out there, especially when you have uh, things going on. And there are, you know, again, I mentioned things like the, the, you know, the opiate, current opiate crisis. But there's always something facing us, and Catholic Charities is is always right there. So, uh, hey, thanks for the good work that you're doing out in uh, the Tri-County area. Thank you very much. We're glad to come back. Dan Green is the uh, Tri-County District Director for Services in Genesee, Wyoming, and Orleans County with Catholic Charities. Everything he does, you can find out about at ccwny.org. And, yes, you can click that Donate Now button. It is really uh, important. It's vital. Um, You know, this is a new uh, office a new expanded office, and these are the kind of services that we really need to keep in place because the you know the issues people face and that we deal with with Catholic charities, uh, they're not going away. You know, um, if you remember, if you are a uh, regular Christian churchgoer, Catholic or otherwise, you've heard the poor you will always have with you, and Catholic charities is how we serve the needs of the poor and uh, anyone else who's having trouble, as Dan mentions, navigating through the the system. That's why Catholic charities is here. So, so please kind of be generous in these last few days. Think about uh, giving. Remember, Sister Mary mentioned that uh, if there's any new donors, we have a, a donor at Catholic Charities that will match up to $25,000, new people who are donating to Catholic Charities. So please consider that. Thanks for your time. Today, you can always visit us at buffalodiocese.org or wnycatholic.org. Hear all of our podcasts, look up our news, and uh, just go onto the radio tab and uh, you can hear more of the programs that we've done, including the previous shows we've kind of um, referred back to Uh, with Catholic Charities. I'm Greg Prince. We'll be back with you next week. You've been listening to Western New York Catholic Weekly, produced by the Office of Communications for the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo, with the help of the Catholic Communication Campaign and this radio station. Call us at 847-8744 or send us an email to radio at buffalodiocese.org. 